The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to the Dr. Drayvon James Show, Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, I just want you just to stay with that that definition for just a moment. Just linger there for just a moment. Let your mind just trip out, as they say, on the word peace every day and you. You, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Just be in that space in this moment, right, in your nowness. Not five minutes ago or five minutes ahead, just being in that space here. Go ahead and take a deep breath on that. Hold it for a second and just exhale entirely knowing that peace every day is possible for you right now in this moment. You can start right now. You deserve everyday peace. You can have everyday peace. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited today because this is our second live show of the 2021 year. You were here last uh, Monday for our first live show. And in our first show of the year, I asked you a question. I asked about your personal growth and your happiness. And the question was this, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? We talked about the need to start our journey now, not tomorrow, right now in this moment, not five minutes from now, right now, starting our journey right now, not next week, but right now. We had the acclaimed speaker and radio personality, Vincent Jenna, on the show to speak to us about New Year's resolution. And he told us why 92% of us do not accomplish our New Year's resolution. Isn't that something? 92%. And how we need to set our goals differently. So if you would like to be part of the 8% of us who hits the mark in 2021, that's right. We're setting an attention, we're intention, we're hitting it dead on bullseye. And if you want to do that and you missed that show last week, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it. How can you do that? You can do that by subscribing to the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Or you can listen live at the Unity Online Radio website. So go back. I don't, I want you to start strong in 21, 2021. We can do that. We can meet our next level of greatness together. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because we are the everyday peace tribe, right? And I want you to be with us as we do that. If you have not completed your free course on discovering your passion, 
then I don't know what you're waiting for because that course is free. It is for you, the everyday peacemaker. You can complete this course and get access to this course simply by emailing me at Dravon, that's D-R-A-V for victory, O-N, Dravon James at gmail.com. Just put the word free in the subject line and you will receive your uh Passions course is a seven day course, absolutely free because when you live in your passion, when you work in your passion, when you focus on your passion, you reach your next level of greatness. You become the next the person you've always wanted to be and you encourage somebody else to become the person they always want to be and to live in that space. How amazing is that? So you helping you help somebody else too. So go ahead and get your free passion course today by emailing me at DravonJames at gmail.com. Now, over the past year, This 2020, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And even now in 2021, there has been a lot of discussion about health. Of course they have. We're in the middle of a pandemic, right? There are lots of things going on. People are concerned about their health. Many people have been shut in to themselves away, you know, uh, some some form of quarantine. They're not out doing their regular routine during this time period, right? Uh, you can tell when you go to the malls or when you go places, the parking lots aren't like they used to be. People are more sequestered. They're alone a lot more. They're working from home. There are travel bans. There's even concerns about going to the gym. And many people have, have more of a sedentary type of lifestyle. They're not they're not moving around a lot because they're really concerned. They're consumed with, with the idea of poor health. So you know this about us. We are social creatures, right? We, we need contact with each other. And that's why I'm so happy to have this podcast and be on the radio and, and connect with you. But we need that interaction with, with each other. It helps to stimulate our mental and our emotional uh, conditioning for life. And one of the strange things about the pandemic, because it's not all bad, is that we did gain a little extra time because when you're not out doing all those social things, you're home maybe a lot more and you have more time because you're not busy so much. What are we doing? We gained some time. We did gain some time because we're home more. What are you doing with that time? That's my question today to you. What are you doing with that extra time? Now, I work, you know, in a busy hospital and uh, my work is busy. But even then, I still realize that I'm home a lot more. I come home after work, no matter how long that day is. I'm not running out and dashing, doing a thousand things because a thousand things aren't open. right? And so I'm home. So what are we doing with that extra time? Are we streaming and watching more television shows? Are we doing more social media time? Or are we using that time to get to know ourselves better, right? Get to know things about ourselves, self-awareness. Are we using the time to get stronger in our mental and emotional conditioning? Are we using that time to invest in a healthier lifestyle? What are you doing with that time? Perhaps you could improve some relationships. Number one, number one earthly relationship is the relationship with self. But maybe there are some people that you're living with or um, people that you could connect with that you could take a moment to reach out to people you haven't reached out to in a while and express your love and concern with them. Take a look at that. What are you doing with your extra COVID time, right? Some very challenging things are happening during this time period, but there are some 
uh, benefits to having some extra time and building some healthy habits. And so we're talking about healthy habits today because we have a fantastic guest lined up for us today, none other than Dr. Robert Kiltz, who is the author and motivational speaker, an artist, a board certified OBGYN physician, a reproductive endocrinologist, and the founder and director of CNY Fertility, one of the largest and most dynamic fertility centers in the country. He's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, the Today Show, and CNBC for helping shape the future of fertility medicine. With more than three decades of experience in helping families grow, Dr. Kilt has developed cutting-edge protocols grounded in Western medicine and supported by practices from the Eastern healing arts tradition and changes to diet and lifestyle. A pioneer in health and wellness, Dr. Kiltz discovered that fertility is a reflection of your total health and wellness. While working with his patients, on dietary and lifestyle changes for fertility, Dr. Kiltz discovered that he was simultaneously helping hundreds of other medical problems, problems like diabetes, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic migraines, and many more. Because of his experience, Dr. Kiltz believes that a keto diet dramatically enhances mental clarity, fertility, and health. Dr. Robert Kiltz, welcome to the Drayvon James Show. I'm super excited to have you here today. Dr. James, thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction, and I love everything you're doing. We all need more of this every single day. So it's perfect that we're getting a chance to have a little coffee or tea together or water or wherever you're at. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you because the work, you know, I, I, I smile every time I read your, your your bio because you definitely, as we were talking before the show, have your the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain are firing on all cylinders. And I love that your whole approach to life and it definitely comes across in your approach to treatment when you talk about uh, you know, marrying the Western and the Eastern traditions together to treat the whole person and then realizing that the treatment of this one thing, because we're, we're, everything's connected. You know, remember that song where we kids and the hip bones connected to the, right? So, you know, everything's connected in our system, right? And so when you realize that when you're making one thing better by using this approach of combining Eastern and Western medicines, that you're also having a positive impact on the whole person. I want to know, as as a as a practicing physician in our culture, how did you get interested in Eastern traditions? Well, well, first of all, I'm a kid from LA. Uh, kind of grew up a little bit on the streets, and um, I found myself uh, doing pottery and really loved it. And I met a doctor that uh, was a hippie, and I thought, wow, I think I want to be a doctor. Never thought about it in my life. I was dyslexic, ADHD, and I didn't do so great in school. But I began to focus on science and medicine and how the Western focus of medicine was so powerful. I did research and I wrote in journals, and I really felt that that was the most powerful thing. But the one thing I began to realize that no matter what, there was a stressor of medicine that wasn't working. The drugs and the, and the procedures just didn't work as well as we thought they should. And then there were people getting pregnant that I thought, oh, my gosh, I should be able to get them pregnant. 
but then they got pregnant on their own. Something was missing. What I then found that there was a mindful component in the mind and how stress affects cortisol and epinephrine and inflammation and how that was an important thing to look into. I began to jump into meditation and yoga and Tai Chi and looking at things like acupuncture massage and found a tremendous amount of benefit in reducing inflammation and voila, so many people conceived. So this was nearly 20 years ago when I began to look at things by Eckhart Tolle, uh, Wayne Dyer, I know you mentioned him, uh, and, and Deepak Chopra, and then The Secret came out. The power of positive thinking and how that can change your life. But the amazing thing I began to realize that it's our mindset that mattered so much. And I began to add these components directly within our fertility practice and added a massage therapist and acupuncturist. And then I found diet. And that was for me the additional three-stage component of this that brought the real health and wellness to so many people. And faith is such a powerful thing that I think we're missing in Western medicine. The stress of the process of diseases and infertility leads people to give up and feel down and depressed. And so by digging into these other things that weren't really taught in Western medicine, I found that it helped me out and my patients in so many amazing ways. Yeah, that is, you know, you, you mentioned about stress and when we think about anything in life and, you know, stress fascinates me because it's one of those things that, you know, it exists. It's not necessarily going away. It's how we train ourselves to respond to these conditions. And you have stress associated with, you know, one stress trying to get pregnant. And then once you get pregnant, there's the stress of trying to stay pregnant. And then there's the stress of, you know, oh, what to do with this baby when you get home. And, you know, you're speaking to a veteran here. I, I was a high risk uh, pregnancy two times and, uh, and stress throughout the whole thing. And you're right, learning, you know, the stress leads to inflammation and the inflammation leads to all of these other problems. And, but I like the approach that you have when you talk about, okay, we're, you, you got these stresses and we're gonna look at a few things. You happen to mention religion and I know there's a people sort of poo poo that idea, but I believe that it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It really doesn't matter. It, it matters that you acknowledge something outside Well, it's yourself. very interesting because most, most of us in medicine are taught not to talk about faith, religion, and God. But most of us, physicians and patients, and in society, believe in some God or higher power or spirit. And as you talk about the mindful connection and how our attitude matters to life, and the passion of life matters. When I began to realize that we need to be a better cheerleader and coach to our patients, not a down and negative Nelly to them, because quite often we chastise them for their inability to quote, be healthy, and we chastise them for their diets, their size, uh, and many other things, rather than giving them the right tools to realize they are the Ferraris, they're the lionesses and the lions, and they're the temple. We need to be better at teaching each and every one of us how to see the power 
and the Spirit of God in everything, and each and every one of us, whether you believe God is nature or the sun or some other religious identity that we also, many of us in this world, have utilized, there's a power to that. But it's that mindset that matters. Then it allows us to be more calm and see the possibilities of what other things we need to do to change in our lives to make us healthier. But the amazing part of this is to imagine you're already healthy and you're already living the perfect life, even though you've had all these challenges and problems. Oh, I love that. So you that's the whole definition of faith, right? To see those things that are not as though they were. So if you already had, you know, you act as if. I love that. Just act as if. And you, know, you must you, must begin with that. Yeah. And, as if. and yet there's something else that we've been missing in modern medicine. And the one amazing part that I've seen is that actually our healthy recommendations and lifestyle turn out likely to be the leading cause of all disease. And that's the game changer. We quite often are resistant to opposite ideas and opinions. And we turn off too quickly. The resistance. Hmm. Yeah, we turn off too quickly. We do, we do. And so, you know, this term keto diet or paleo diet or three 30-day diet or whatever you want, but we want to find something that is the cause, and yet the cause, in my opinion, is always the same. It's not different. It's inflammation. It's inflammation. It's inflammation, and inflammation is because we're eating too frequently, we're eating too many carbohydrates, we're not eating enough fat, we're eating too much variety and too much spice, and we're on the treadmill too much, we're not building knowledge in our brain or creating things like poetry and pottery and painting or acting or music. Our creativeness quite often is burning energy without actually creating something. That's been one of our biggest problems, I think, in modern science and medicine. Okay, so I hope that the listeners are listening because you just said some mind-blowing things in such a calm and tranquil voice. I love it. And yet so commanding is that uh, some of our problems could be we're eating too frequently. And I want us to start there. So... My kids and I were in, in, in Paris a couple of years ago, and one thing we noticed is that there wasn't a whole bunch of eating and walking on the streets. <coughs> Excuse me. Something that we see here in, in the States a lot. And there people actually sat down and they had a meal. They weren't walking and shoving a hot dog in their mouth. Or how many times a day should we be eating? My opinion is one meal a day and maybe one snack. Bless you. The idea that we are eating like grazing animals is incorrect. The most regal animal that we admire is a lion and a lioness. Our DNA is more like a lion and a lioness. We should eat less frequently and we should nap more. 
we should not exercise as much, but back to the fasting. By fasting, that means eating less frequently, you reduce your total calories, and most importantly though, you reduce your glucose load in your belly, which reduces your glucose levels in your bloodstream, which reduces your insulin levels. When you eat three times a day, you're keeping more carbohydrates in general in your belly, which means you're secreting glucose into your bloodstream more frequently. The glucose levels are higher and thus your insulin levels are higher. Insulin has one function, to convert sugar and amino acids to fat. It's doing exactly what it must do. We historically are meant to get fat to go on our famine, essentially, or fasting during the winter where we're burning the fat we've stored, but because we don't go through that any longer, and finding food historically was not easy. So the get fat gene is the best genetics ever created, by the way. The skinny gene is not a good one because you didn't get fat in the famine, the time when you food was, was limited. That means you couldn't survive. The energy for the human body and brain is fat, not sugar. So by fasting, so much evidence is out there that by eating once a day, now I can do once a day, easy, to do three times a day for three days and once a day for three days, it's just difficult for human beings to do that. Where a daily habit is the best thing you can ever do. And I've seen so much inflammation go away by simply doing that. Even if you don't change what you eat, you go to one meal and maybe one snack. And, and my recommendation that, is at night. Go ahead. Oh, you, you may have just <laughs> you may have just shot my assumption down. Because I was going to say, I was assuming that that one meal would be breakfast. But then you said your recommendation no. is at night and I cut you off. Well, the break, you want to break your fast at night because really the digestive tract, its function is to convert the plant and other uh, animal products that we eat into the liver to convert them to fat or into the lymphatics to circulate the fat. But we, we don't need to fill our stomach up all the time because by doing that, it's kind of like filling your car up three times a day, but you're not burning enough, you're not driving enough to burn all those calories. So it's like putting sense. gas cans in the back seat. That's why one time a day is the very best thing you can do. And I'll give you one snack, but breakfast, the moment you eat breakfast, by the time noon comes around, you're gonna be hungry. But if you eat dinner, you're sound asleep, your body is digesting and resting. The best time to digest is when the blood flow is going to the gut and not to the arms and the legs when you're running around thinking that that's the healthiest. The, the most, in my opinion, the leading cause of most disease, diabetes, hypertension, cancer, stroke, and infertility is three meals a day and mostly a low-fat, high-carbohydrate, plant-based diet, in my opinion, which is really radical. But if you choose to be a vegan or vegetarian, if you simply add the fat, eat one meal a day, you'll likely be fine, which is now, radical and opposite. 
It is radical and you've got my full attention. It's so radical because what I hear you saying is that you don't have to just eat salads all the time. I heard you say that. And I also heard you say you can get off the treadmill. Now, this ought to be music to somebody's ears because we're living on that treadmill you know, <laughs> so much, you know, and we're working and working and working. And what I hear you saying is that, OK, switch this one meal a day to to dinner and who who doesn't like that a nice big dinner and that dinner just needs to be low in carbs where you can have all the healthy fat that you, that you want on there <laughs> and you don't have to spend an hour and a half on the tread and the treadmill you can go on and lie down why would you add more food to your belly and get on a treadmill to burn calories why not just not eat the calories but the science is clear more exercise the more hungry the more likely you are to gain weight. The majority of people in this country, in this world, are gaining weight on this healthy lifestyle diet. They're not getting better or healthier. The cost of medicine is going up. We see the COVID crisis, and the people that are getting sick and dying are metabolic disorders. Metabolic disorders are a high-glucose environment, and salad, fruits, fiber, vegetables are all sugar. Done. It's simple sugar base so we want to we want to cut out that sugar base knowing that that's in that if we're listening closely we're going to find a lot of that sugar in our fruit and high high and high in sugar content some of our um salad and definitely salad dressings come on um we're going to yeah. see that that sugar in there and so if we change our diet and say okay we're gonna we're gonna cut these carbs out we're gonna cut these the sugar out, but sugar basically is in just about everything to some degree if you're buying processed food. <laughs> well, look at, but even even fresh fruits and vegetables, cereal, rice, pasta, bread, they are sugar. There's only sugar, protein, and fat. All plants, they are basically all sugar. So this idea that I should eat like a grazing animal means I'm putting sugar in my belly all day long. By doing that, you're keeping your glucose elevated, insulin elevated, and there's things called glycation. Glycation causes every disease we know. The, the challenge is, the story is simple, but it's so opposite, our brain won't believe it. That's the problem. But we are all having troubles today. We're, there's depression, anxiety, sadness, um, schizophrenia, there's Alzheimer's depression, but among hypertension, diabetes, bowel disorders. I just had a young lady in her early 30s with colon cancer. She's gonna have her bowels removed and then save eggs for her future. And people don't understand the cause is our healthy food lifestyle. Unfortunately, because we're told to eat more frequently and then get on a treadmill. How does that make sense? And wow. as a physician, I did it myself. So 10 years ago, I suffered from bowel bleeding, arthritis, psoriasis, migraines, kidney stones. And I found this thing called paleo diet. Before that, I did Atkins and I ran my buns off, you know, three to six times a day exercising. I still had the problems. I did paleo. It was better, but not best. I did so keto. You're going to come back. It was, uh, uh, 
And I'm going to stop you right Go there. Ahead. You were giving some great information. We're going to come back right after this commercial break, and we're going to just we're just going to dismantle everything you thought about a healthy diet and get you on the right track. Uh, this is Dr. Drayvon James, Everyday Peace Show, and our fabulous guest today is Dr. Kiltz. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to the show today. We have Dr. Robert Kiltz, and we are just dismantling, destroying some of those myths that many of us have been living under as to what we have to do in order to be our best weight, right? Your personal best weight, feel our absolute best, sleep well at night, and have a healthy lifestyle. And so we're talking about, you know, many of us, myself included, thought you have to work out, you know, an hour a day or 30 minutes a day every day. You have to have a diet that is uh, basically all salad, salad, salad. And so we're talking today today to Dr. Uh, Kilt, and he is telling us that there is a healthier way to live a healthier lifestyle. Right? We've talked about, you know, dispelling the belief that we should be eating three meals a day and how that does not produce the health healthy body nor the healthy mindset that we want that perhaps going to one meal a day is a better option and guess what that one meal a day is it would be dinner and you know and i (laughs) just going to go back you know they used to say the um breakfast is the most important meal of the day i used to hear that the whole time that i was in grade school breakfast is the most important meal of today of the day but we're learning a lot today about how to restructure our lifestyle so that we can live the healthy life that we want makes all of the difference to quality of our life. And so just before the break, we were talking about some of the healthy food choices. And you were telling us that some of the things that we, uh, you know, some of the things that we think are healthy, like the, like the fruit and, uh, and the vegetables actually have such a high sugar content. And I love what you said. You said they're really just three, three things. We're eating a sugar base, protein or fat. Is either sugar, protein, or fat. So how do we break that down? How do we know if we're if we're going to try to embrace this lifestyle, this healthy lifestyle that reduces inflammation and something you said again that I absolutely agree with, all disease can be traced to inflammation. Good old-fashioned inflammation. Five things cause inflammation, simple. It's mostly carbohydrates, sugar, It's the plant chemicals. So plants make poisons to protect themselves from any organism that eats them. And we're just another organism eating another organism that doesn't want to be eaten. So plants make poisons that damage us and many other organisms. Plants also make antigens. An antigen is a particle that causes inflammation in your body. Oxalates, phytates, lectins, latex, they all come from plants. And then, interesting enough, plants contain bacteria and yeast and fiber that ferment in the colon, deadly, that cause heat, gas, alcohol, methane, and I believe the leading cause of cancer is a high-fiber 
plant-based diet, which is crazy, I know. Fifth one wow. is exercise too much. And so how do you do it? Well, you got to, you got to read, you got to listen, you got to learn. In some ways, you got to find the one that feels right for you. But as a physician, I'm giving some advice that I have found really, really works for everyone. Remember, we're Ferraris. We're the temple. Treat ourselves like that. And I also tell people, whatever size you are, you're perfect. Whatever size, shape, age, weight, whatever it is. See yourself perfect now. Now, if you want to lose weight or you want to get a little more strong in some areas, you can work on that. But being thin, is the cause of disease is not obesity. It's what's in the belly that then flows through the blood that causes the inflammation. Wow. So simple. Wow. And just for our listeners out there, I just want to reiterate that you are listening to a world-renowned physician. Um, Dr. Robert Kiltz has it has been on the Wall Street, featured in the Wall Street Journal, on the Today Show, on CNBC, and he has a renowned uh, fertility clinic. He's done so much work with uh a segment of our population has had difficulty conceiving and, and, and holding a pregnancy to term. And he's been so instrumental there. And through those, through helping that population has discovered that there was something else that was happening. He was curing, you know, uh, uh, relieving the symptoms of diabetes, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic migraines, and many, many other things. So this is a physician saying, hey, guys, Take a take a moment, slow down, and look at what's happening. I know it sounds it's going against the stream of data that we're getting. We're we everything tells us, hey, get another gym membership, stay in that gym five to seven days per week. And Dr. Kilson said, no, slow down. There's a there we've proven that that is ineffective. Those of us who are in there seven days a week, right? We know that that's hard and that's putting more stress on the body and we're not getting the results that we're wanting to get. And it's kind of scary though, Dr. Kills. I got to say, it's kind of scary when you've been doing something one way and the whole media, everyone's saying, hey, this is the way to do it. You don't see the results that you're looking for. It's sort of difficult to stop and pivot and say, I'm going to try something different. But I think you're, we can see the evidence in ourselves and our friends and family that people who are really trying to do that, uh, to be, to put this extra stress in the body through working out seven, five to seven days a week, uh, eating a, a basically, uh, you know, vegetable and fruit-based diet. We can see that the it, results it, are not, it's not working. It's right, not, not working. Really. And we're seeing it because the cost of healthcare is going up. The healthcare centers are overwhelmed in America and the world. It's just obesity, diabetes, hypertension, all the diseases are on the rise. And the cost and the medicines and the drugs, we've been taught to treat disease with drugs and not with diet. And then the diet we think is healthy, but we can't figure out why people are still getting unhealthy. It's because it is wrong. And I will stake everything I know on this one because I believed the opposite also. I used to believe that fruits and vegetables and seeds and nuts and racing around was good, but it diseased me. And my job as a physician is to take care of people. So I call myself a Ferrari mechanic because that's who I take care of. I've learned something that's a game changer that you might not even need me. I might even put me out of business because that's my job. If I can help you find the health and wellness and the fertility of life, 
wow, wouldn't you want to see that? And that's that's so beautiful because these are these are things that we can do for ourselves. We have a caller on the line. I'm going to bring our caller on here and take this question. Hello. Hi, thank you for calling into the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. We have a fabulous guest here with us today, Dr. Kiltz. And did you have a question or comment? Um, well, this is actually for Dr. Kiltz, if he doesn't mind. I'd be glad to, please. So I'm a college student, and uh, I used to run track and cross country when I was uh, in high school, all through high school, and then I went to college, and life got really hectic, and I stopped working out, and now I work out pretty much every day. But I've been listening, and everything that you've been saying has been the complete opposite of what I've been doing. So I wanted to know, what do you think is the fastest way for someone as busy as me in college to lose about 5 to 10 pounds? Well, keto is the is the cure for everything. It's basically a high-fat, low-carb, intermittently eating. I call it intermittently feasting. So eat less, get rid of the cereal, the rice, the pasta, the bread, and even salad is all sugar. And I call it nature's toilet paper. It's deadly. By going keto, and there's so many great people. Look at Marie Emmerich and Craig Emmerich stuff on keto, but I'm a simple guy. I eat steak and ice cream or steak and eggs. I eat a little bit of ice cream, not every day, by the way. But look, at you have to reward yourself from time to time. But, but it really is keto is the king and the queen of life by going keto. And I call it the baby diet, bacon, eggs, butter, beef, ice cream, and salt. But again, you want to minimize it and narrow the diet. Uh, spice of life and variety is not good for human beings. It's deadly. Slow it down. And you'll do this and you'll feel the best. Now, exercise and going out there and enjoying yourself and being out with other people is really powerful. Listen to, listen to Dr. James while you're going on your, on your walk or your run. Listen to something upbeat and positive. That's the best way to get healthy. And the 5 to 10 pounds will melt away when you go keto. And look at Dr. Kiltz's Keto Lifestyle or my book, The Fertile Feast. There's a lot of really great stuff that's simple. Okay, thank you so much. Well, God bless and good luck. Have fun with it, though. Good luck with that. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. Bye-bye now. So that that is, um, as you were talking, and I want to say, years and years ago, I remember I was going on the Atkins diet, and a colleague said to me, oh, aren't you worried about your arteries? Because, you know, this was the, this was like the, you know, you could have all the steak that you wanted and this and that. What do you say to people who say that about the keto diet? That, oh, this is too much beef and beef Simple. isn't good for your colon. Simple. It's not good for your heart. Simple. The cause of all disease is sugar. All vegetables, all impossible burgers break down to sugar. They're the cause of all disease. Sugar causes something called glycation. It damages the glycocalyx, which is the Teflon coating that, that protects every nook and cranny of our epithelial uh, 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 vessels and GI tract and everywhere in our body. Simply by going high fat, fat eaten, it suppresses inflammation. It goes directly to the lymphatics and it's directly taken to the storage of our body. So the opposite actually is true. And if you read Barry Tom's book, he just came out uh, with a new book called The Case for Keto, but good calories, bad calories, the case against sugar. The cause is actually very simple. It's sugar. 
it's not fat. Until we are willing in modern medicine to accept the fact that fat is the Ferrari fuel and sugar is the cause of disease and vegetables, fruit and fiber all break down in the GI tract to sugar, deadly. Vegetable, fruit and fiber all break down in the GI tract to sugar and sugar is the cause of inflammation, all inflammation and inflammation is the root cause of all disease. Seems pretty basic to me, right? That so now here's where we here's where it gets a little complex in my mind. If I were a listener, is how do I get off of sugar? I think we've all heard that sugar is one of the most addictive substances out there, right? How you know you, people can kick cigarettes and many other habits, but that sugar habit is difficult. Now we're talking. I'm talking about those people who you know are having the the bagels and the donuts, but even those people who are somewhat living a healthy lifestyle by traditional standards and are limiting their sugar intake to fruits and vegetables. How, what do, is there any way to get off sugar that's not painful? Well, number one is sugar in and of itself is not deadly if you eat it from time to time. We're built to eat sugar. That's why we're addicted to it. But sugar was only available in the, in the summer and fall. We ate as much as we can. We stored it as fat so we can go through the winter. We are not built or meant to eat sugar three to six times a day. If you simply went to one meal a day and added fat to your food, it'll help you reduce inflammation and feel better. Basically, Kiltz's Keto Lifestyle is high fat, low sugar, low protein, and one meal a day. That's really the most amazing thing. But here's what I say. If you had a Ferrari, how would you care for it? You'd care for it like the most expensive, valuable thing in the universe. Well, you are more valuable than a Ferrari. Why wouldn't you treat yourself like the Ferrari, the lioness, and the lion you are? We all admire those things. So it's a mindset. Once again, it comes from it comes to mindfulness. Your mind must realize I'm the most valuable thing. Why would I put that in my body? If you smoke cigarettes uh, or drink alcohol in any excess, personally, my bias is alcohol is deadly. If you put things in your body that you wouldn't put in your Ferrari, why do you put in your body? We need lots of fresh breath of air. I loved your mindfulness at the beginning of your show. Water and less food less variety, more fat, that's the trick. And so how do you do it? Yes. It's a promise and a commitment to you. Right. It's a promise and a commitment to you. And I love the Ferrari. You know, none of us would have a Ferrari and we'd go outside and start banging it with a baseball bat. You know, we'd we'd be out there (laughs) waxing and shining it, right? And we sort of got to figure that way about ourselves. You know, what is this item that we're getting ready to ingest? Is this going to be equivalent to banging us in the thigh (laughs) with a baseball bat? Or is this going to be waxing and shining us up so we're, you know, we have that beach body or whatever, whatever your definition is of how you want to uh, be seen physically and appear in that physical body because it's all an individual choice. It's not a one one look fits all. It's what you perceive. But here it is, is, you know, 
beyond what the physical eye could see. This is what's most important here is the is the actual conditions of your insides, right? If we're talking it's about- mental, It's the mental yeah. vision. Yeah. It's the mental vision. And that is critical. And there's so many ways to do a keto or an intermittent fasting diet. They call it intermittent fasting. I call it intermittently feasting. But when you begin to change the habit, remember it takes 21 days to change a habit. And you have to read about it or watch it and listen and learn from those that have done it. Look at Ken Berry. Uh, look at Diet Doctor. Look at George E. There are so many people doing this. Once I experienced it, I realized this is amazing. I have to share it. Not only the diet, but the, the mindfulness that will help all of us find the health and wellness that we can have today by simply listening and learning and believing in the master, which is within all of us. Listening, learning, and believing in the master that is in all of us. That is so key. And here, oh, I just have to speak on that for a second because that voice is inside each and every one of it. Uh, and depending on how much attention we've given to that voice, right? For some of us, it's a whisper, right? Because we are, we are so in tune with everything else that's going on in the world. That voice is still there, but it's a whisper because we are not centered into self. But I, I talked at the beginning of the show today about the pandemic giving us a little bit of time some extra time, I call it the pandemic extra time here that, that we're getting, right? And during that extra time, sitting in the silence, not forcing anything, just becoming silent and sitting there with self will help to put you on the frequency of that voice. And we know intuitively, we know, well, you know, hey, I hear this voice guiding me towards this, is this, this feeling, I know that this is intuition, if you will, guiding me in this direction. Take this time, this pandemic extra time that we're getting, for whatever reason, we're home more to ourselves, and really start to listen. The answers are there. They're definitely there. So I think we have another caller here. I'm going to try to get this one on the air for us. Uh, here we go. Hello, you're on the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Hi, Dr. James. So I had a, my coworker and I was sitting here listening to your program, and we had a question. Of, well, the doctor answered the question about sugar, but we also had a question about um, fat. So we've been told our lives not to eat a lot of fat. Is is I want to be clear in what the doctor was saying in terms of of fat. Very good question. Thank you. We've been taught not to eat fat. But no other organism would give up fat because it's the Ferrari fuel. It's twice the calories than sugar or protein. It turns out that by not eating fat, we are then eating a high-sugar diet. High-sugar diet causes inflammation. Fat does not. This is the opposite approach that you and I have been taught. Too many of us are suffering because we've been given the wrong information. Although there will be many people that will fight my words, but I'm not here to fight anyone's ideas. It's simple, because I've done it. Fat reduces inflammation when it's eaten. When I say fat, I don't mean an avocado. I mean fat, the white stuff that's in pork and beef and, and other things that are butter and cream. That actually turns out to be the healthiest thing it not only suppresses inflammation, but it suppresses your appetite, 
you feel satiated, and you feel fantastic. So the science is there when you begin to uh, do the research yourself, but I didn't believe it, so I did it. But what I'm telling you is what we've been taught by the marketing teams of the food companies that don't care about your and my health, they care about their pocketbook. That is mm. it. But until we realize that lions never eat fruit, never eat vegetables, and never exercise, and they eat fatty meat, and they're the absolute uh, organism that we hold with the highest esteem in this world, they're the kings. Mm-hmm. And we've been taught the wrong thing. Done with that one. Okay. Thank you very much. I hope that's helped answer your question. Yes, yes. Yes, it does. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. Enjoy your day. We're going to pick up another caller that we have that's waiting here. Your wife is doing it right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, if we do have a caller here, I think I'm having a difficult time bringing them up. Uh, okay, no, I, I got everybody. Okay, so I, I got a question for you. You said something here. You said, I'm talking about fat. And I let's talk a little bit about this book because I, I want our readers to, you're hearing information here that is mind blowing for sure, because it's not what the, if you turn on the television after you finish listening to this show and after you call your friends and tell them to go listen to the rebroadcast of this show so they can really get some mind blowing information about how to reach their goals. Um, you're going to turn on the television and you're going to hear the exact opposite. I guarantee you, you're going to hear someone tell you not to do this and to do exactly the opposite of what Dr. Kiltz is saying to do. However, he has he's done the patients, he's got the patients, he's tried it on himself, he has a book that tells you how to do it. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, how, how can someone get some guidance on how to introduce more fat into them, into their well, it takes a little bit of practice and, and looking at books from Marie and Craig Emmerich, looking at my book, The Fertile Feast, uh, Dr. Kiltz's Keto Lifestyle, listening and watching our, our, our webinars and our podcasts, going to our drrobertkiltz.com, that'll give you some insight. But it's one of those things that you have to practice and listen and learn and just jump into. What else are we doing in life? If we're not changing, if what you're suffering from, you keep on doing the same thing, we know that's the, the, the definition of insanity. You must right. jump into something new and different. Is, is, I always say the most valuable things in life are often the hardest to obtain, but most of this stuff is not hard. It's really easy. We're not, most of us are not digging ditches um, or in a war zone. Our lives in America absolutely are the most amazing but we're suffering from incorrect advice and information from the modern medical establishment. Now, I'm part of that in some way because I do a tremendous amount of it, but we all must for ourselves begin to dig deep. And if what you're doing isn't working, change it up, listen and learn, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think we have one more caller on the air here. Let's get this caller on. Hello, you're on the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James and our phenomenal guest, Dr. Kiltz, today. Thank you for calling. Yes, 
good afternoon. Uh, my name is Violeta, and uh, I have a question, and I'm so happy you brought this topic about uh, fasting, getting pregnant. Um, I have a question regarding what about women who are struggling with uh, thyroid issue? Is really fasting uh, recommended the way you talk in the show uh, once a day? And I, w- I want to just say we just have just a few minutes for the doctor to get you that question before we the show ends. I want to make sure you get your question, your answer quickly. Very quickly. Absolutely. Thyroid dysfunction is caused by a plant-based low-fat diet. It damages the thyroid directly. Plants make the chemicals and the antigens that directly damage every organ, including the thyroid. By going high fat, reducing the carbs, cooking them well, and going to one meal or two at the most, in my opinion, again, it really is a game changer. And when you're pregnant, you want to do the same thing. Because when nausea and vomiting hits pregnancy, women eat too much carbs, which damages their pregnancy. I've seen so much damage and disease from those recommendations. Wonderful. Okay. And okay. thank you for listening thank to the show. And God bless. Thank, thank you, you for calling in. Check out drrobertkiltz.com for more information on that. Dr. Kiltz, you have been, I, I can't thank you enough for the information that you've given us today and sharing your knowledge and your passion and supporting us on our journey to our best self. Remember, that's our goal for every everyday peacemaker listening to this show. And that's what we call ourselves, everyday peacemakers. We're on a journey in 2021 to our best self and our best life. And your information today will certainly help us to get there. I'm super excited about the steps we're taking along our journey today. As you all know, February is right around the corner. It is Black History Month, and we are going to have a new format starting up the first Monday. We're going to have two guests on the show in celebration of that, and we're looking to have guests on who also provide us with some diverse voices to demonstrate the human ability to grow and to thrive and to live at peace, because that's what we're all about here on the Everyday Peace Show, living at peace. You know, there are more things that bind us together than separate us, and we're going to expose and exploit those things on this show together and just fall in love with ourselves all over again. So I'm looking forward to next week's show. It's going to be fabulous. I hope that you'll be here with us. We're off to a great start in 2021. I am Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. I got to tell you that you all are Everyday Peacemakers, and I absolutely love you. If your closest friends and families did not catch today's show, don't worry about it. They can pick it up by listening to the Unity Online Radio website later on this evening. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. 
Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.